live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the morning show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Craig, do you anticipate... Maybe Texas and Oklahoma coming in the league early ahead of time? That's not up to me. That's uh, about the relationship between uh, Oklahoma, Texas, and the Big 12. We are focused on the addition being effective July 1st, 2025. Understand now, I have a Boston, Midwestern, Louisiana accent now. So, you know, you're, you're, it's three dialects into one. So it's no longer family. I got like all kinds of stuff to throw at you. So just be ready. I'm just so excited I get to do it here at Dodger Stadium. I really didn't think anything of it at the time. I was like, well, yeah, it'd be fun to do it or whatever. But now that it's finally here and I get to start that game tomorrow night, it just, uh, it means a lot. He keeps going. He's down on the knee. He's got it. Bat is flipped sky high. And Juan Soto is your 2022 Home Run Derby champion. It's TJ's fault. All right, good morning, everybody. It is hot, hot, hot. Well done, TJ. It is a new day. Good morning, everybody. Tuesday, July 19. It's going to be 111 degrees today. It's TJ's fault. And it is time for the T-Row in the morning show. As we bring it local now and blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond here on the ref, the ref, the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Now just 46 days away from the Sooner season opener. This show every day brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE is the place to be. Two locations, one in Goldsby and one in Newcastle. All-star game coming up tonight. Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. Uh, the home run derby won by uh, Juan Soto last night as the Washington National star, for now, outslugs a guy I'd never heard of till yesterday, Julio Rodriguez. We've got, um, we've got some conference talk today as it's SEC Media Days. You might have heard Greg Sankey. The uh, SEC commissioner there off the top talking a little OU Texas. So we'll uh, we'll hear from those guys, some other things to get into on this Tuesday morning. Let's start, though, by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry. Good morning, TJ. Hello. 
That's Good a ter- morning! That's a terrible song I played at the top of the hour. Like, that's not a song you would ever, like, boy, I want to listen to the Merriman feeling hot, hot, hot. But if you're on vacation... It's TJ's fault. And you're, like, at a Senior Frogs and that comes on, it's like, woo! Yeah! <laughs> Everybody starts dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've missed one key element to that hypothetical story. <laughs> Is you probably had to have consumed some alcohol. Well, I'm at saying some that's point, like, yeah, you're on vacation, yeah, in Mexico. I'm assuming you, you have. If you're on vacation yeah. and that song comes on and everybody else in the place goes, <laughs> Woo! <"Whoa!"> <laughs> and we're looking around going, Oh, God, this was a mistake. Senior <laughs> frogs. Yeah! Guys coming over, making me a balloon hat. Limbo! <laughs> How you doing today, Teach? You going to be okay? It's going to be 111 ah, today. I tried taking a walk yesterday. I did not make it as far as normal. Whew. So I don't I don't know if I'll attempt it today. Today what they said you made you milk. It was about, oh, right at about 4 o'clock, maybe a few minutes before. That's just stupid. Why did you go at 4 o'clock? That's just the hottest time of the day. Well... When it's not going to get below 100 today until after 10 p.m., I don't know if there's a time I could walk that it's going to be pleasant. So, Well, that's, I mean, that's true. <laughs> there is no good time, but 4 o'clock's the worst time. Well, I work. You know, I get here early. Yeah. I can't walk before work. I'm not getting up at 3 in the morning to walk. Okay. All right, um, so then I get off. I, you know, get off work, and then what am I supposed to do? I go on my walk. That's what I typically do. Yeah. Eight o'clock's the golden hour, right uh, before sunset. I got, the home That's run when derby. I got the home run derby on last night, the all-star game tonight. Some nights that okay. might would work, but, right. yeah. Right. You had more important must-see programming last night is what you're telling me. That's correct. In That's the correct. home run home derby. Home run derby. Loved it. Oh, Love it. Did you like it? Did you uh, like the home run derby? It wasn't, it wasn't one of the better ones, but, yeah, I enjoyed the festivities. I don't, I don't know that I still... I don't know how many years we're into this new format, if I love this format or not, but I enjoyed it, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I can't figure out if I like a home run derby or not. I, um, it's fine. I, I, I don't mean to poo-poo on the home run derby. I watched it, too. I did take a walk in the middle of it and came back and didn't feel like I missed anything. <laughs> it's Well, if you see the beginning, you've seen the best part because the guys aren't gassed. I think I like the tournament format. The um, what did it used to be in the in the olden days? You yeah, had ten outs. The ten outs, yeah, right. Every home run, every non-home run was an out. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It 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 is. I, I, there's nothing you can say negative about it without sounding like an old curmudgeon. So it's fine. It is what it is. You know, it's fine. It's fine. I tell you what bothered me. I think I think for a home run derby to be good, you really got to have some entertaining broadcasters. Yes. Thank you. And Carl Ravitch. It's terrible. Well, I don't want to be mean, but he's never done anything for me in any sport. And anytime Carl Ravitch is calling a baseball game or a college game or a home run derby, I'm like, ugh. And it's just vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be in the business of dogging other announcers 
because I understand I'm not very good either. But I think it's, it's you got an event that is that repetitive. It's the same thing for two and a half, three hours. You got to have somebody to make it entertaining on the microphone. And Carl Ravitch and Eduardo Perez are not the correct answers. The correct answers aren't on their network. Like if Pedro Martinez and David Ortiz were calling the Home Run Derby together, it would be outstanding television. If they were bringing up other guys like Junior was there, bring Junior up for a little bit. Uh, Big Poppy would be hilarious if he was calling that thing. So you're right. Are those He's, guys good? Like I've heard you bring them up before. Where do you hear them? I, I, they're on the Fox. They're Fox studio crew, stu- studio crew and stuff. They're they're like, hilarious. You actually watch the Fox pregame show for baseball? Like what? Well, what do the, you see? Not all the time, but I mean, Big Poppy. When does is all that even of, on? Big Poppy does all kinds of stuff for Fox, and I don't know. I've just seen like him what? on things. I don't know. Pregame shows. Um. Um. He does some stuff for MLB Network from time to time. I just see him from time to time. It's not like I'm sitting and watching him all the time. But he's fun. What I'm saying is he's got a big personality. He'd be like ripping yeah. on people. Uh, okay, that's what they need. Yes, that's what they I'm need. Saying. A Charles Barkley for baseball, right? And I think that's that's who comes to mind for me of current okay. guys that are on the air. So well, I believe you. I just don't know that I've ever seen him talk before. So I just I, I've seen Pedro in a studio show for like the playoffs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you can't understand him most of the time, but that's what makes him funny too. <laughs> so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> even Poppy's like, "What'd you just say?" I mean, am I wrong? Because I wasn't around for the whole thing last night. Did Chris Berman ever come on? I heard him tease Chris Berman at the top. Did he come on at all? I. Boy, they said he, we're going to be joined by whole... Chris Berman later on. I never saw him. You know, I fast-forwarded through one guy because I had paused it for a minute. So maybe that one guy, but I never heard Chris Berman. You know, that's what I think of when I think of, you know, the Ken Ken Griffey Jr. Why can't I say Ken Griffey Jr.? You know, the old uh, home run derbies. Back, 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 back. You know, I think of that. Um, I don't know. It's just that was a – well, Julio Rodriguez was a star last night. Yes. We had uh, all this – uh, Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols love, which, which was he's, uh, he's not a likable guy. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we had somebody named Bad Bunny <laughs> running around on the field all night. I don't know who let him in. I had people text me last night. They're like, "Who's Bad Bunny?" I think I said, "I think they said Roger Rabbit." I don't know. I mean, all these major league stars are just in awe of somebody named Bad Bunny, who uh, who's wearing a disguise on the field because he's too famous. And he's carrying the trophy around. I'm like, what? what's this Bad Bunny? So uh, I've heard of Bad Bunny before, but I don't have any idea what he sings or anything like that. And then, so it was fine. I mean, there were some entertaining aspects. Juan Soto, uh, you know, the, 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 the whole how serious uh, the polar bear, is that what they call him? Yes, meditating in the back, yeah. Uh, doing uh, weights. He's, doing, he's, like, he's got the Jalen Hurts workout routine between <laughs> rounds back there. You know, there's some entertaining aspects to last night's show, and then you've just got vanilla ice cream calling the thing. You I got, just, I, it, you're right. No, you're right because I, I, I was like, i got to come on and talk about the guys that called this and the camera work. The camera work was terrible last night. And I know it's the stadium. It's an old dump of a stadium it's a terrible ballpark they couldn't keep the camera uh, angles right 
They couldn't keep the camera angle straight. Eduardo Perez is terrible in that event because he's four minutes behind everything. He's like, oh, there's home run number six. I'm like, the counter says 18. Would you keep up? Like, he was so far behind everything. This might do it. He's already advanced. He's hugging guys over there. It's like, I think he was watching last year's home run derby on delay. I have no idea what he was watching. And then, you're right, Carl Ravitch is over there. That one looks pretty deep. Yeah, I think that one's going to go. Well, he only needs four more. Like, they've got Ravitch doing everything. He was doing the draft the other night. He's doing the College World Series. He's doing... Like he's that for whatever reason like they've made him the baseball guy. Like that. They, they've made him the baseball yeah. guy, and he ruins everything he's involved with. The little league World Series, he ruins it. The college World Series, he ruins it. Um, the All Star or the uh, home run derby, he ruins it. He's not very good in that role. I don't know why he keeps yeah. getting the opportunity. He's he's just fine. vanilla. He's just he, vanilla. Yeah. He's fine. He's not terrible. He's just fine. He's not spectacular. Like, he doesn't add any sort of entertainment level to it. And, you know, you don't always need that. You don't always need somebody in the booth to be entertaining. Just let the game speak for itself. But in a home run derby, I think you got to have it. And Ravitch is just fine. He's just okay. So I don't know what the answer is that ESPN owns. I don't know what's in there. But anyway, I think that brought it down for me a little bit is the fact that when the broadcast came on last night, I was like, You're telling well, it like it is, gonna, Toby. Maybe they're going to have a parade of interesting people join them. And at one point they had Ken Griffey Jr. for like a swing, and that was fun. But – and again, I did. I wasn't glued to every second. I don't remember other people joining them throughout the broadcast. So I don't know. It was fine. Juan Soto won. Julio Rodriguez really stole the show last night. And uh, you know, it was it was what it was. It was fine. Now tonight's the All Star game, and tonight is the big one. Because uh, if the National League wins tonight, the Cincinnati Reds could get home field advantage for the World Series. Is that still a thing, by the way? Do we still do it that way? I thought they got rid of that, didn't they? I do know I they're determining a tie with a home run derby. Yeah, that sounds kind of fun. Yeah. I don't think it's Who can for keep uh, track? home field anymore. No, we don't do that anymore? I don't we don't so. have I think home they took field that ride? Away. Uh, well, that was high drama. I kind of liked that idea. Um, your boy Corey Seager. I was rooting for him a little bit last night. Did not make it out of the first round, but it's not really his fault. No. He was fine. He had he the second really most good. home just, runs in the first round. Thank you. Just ran into Julio Rodriguez. So, anyway, it was fun. Why don't you go to the All-Star games anymore? Ah, uh, we could talk about this later. It's 618. We're up against the break. We got to t- we got to complaining too much about Carl Ravitch. I don't like that. I don't like complaining about broadcasters, TJ. I opened myself I up for, cri- for you should, ridicule. You should hear the guy we've got around here. Let's talk about him sometime. Terrible. I would love to do an all-star game. I mean, not an all-star game. A home run derby. You would have been better last night than Carl Ravish. By far. Thank you, TJ. You would have made it exciting. You. you know how to bring the entertainment. 
there we go. Man, I love you, TJ. I love you. I miss you so much on vacation. Thank you for stroking my ego this morning. I appreciate it. 619, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Stay hydrated and be careful or you'll end up with this hour's sponsor today, Norman Regional Health Systems. We don't want that. But if you need them for anything, they're there for you. Health professionals all across the Norman and Moore area. Norman Regional Hospital, the Hellplex. Big thanks to Norman Regional Hospital. Air Comfort Solutions text line. All right, all right. We got some texts already today. Uh, good morning from Isle, Minnesota. It's 72 degrees with a high of 85 up here today. That's an attack. That's hey, an air attack. Hey, why don't you go away? Nobody wants Whoever to hear from is. you. That's rude. That is just someone taunting is what that is. And that's a penalty. TJ, would an elliptical or treadmill work for your walks? Well, of course they would. I just... There's I like, nothing I wrong like, with a good I like sweat, going a good my, uh, I like getting my uh, sweat going, and uh, it just was I'm a little you. much yesterday, yeah. How far did you cut it short? <laughs> Probably half is what I normally walk. Huh. So, yeah. Just You just couldn't breathe, or you were I, uh, like, I just, just, this is just not fun. This is, I, I got to get home. A little bit of everything, yeah. Then I had to sit mm-hmm. down, and my head was hurting. I was like, man, that took it out of me quick. So, yeah, I think I might have yeah. been, uh, maybe not have Drink enough water throughout the day, perhaps? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Are you feeling lightheaded? A little bit. A little bit. For just a minute or oh, so. Boy. Not very long. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's not good. Uh, 918 Chris says, dinner? I had a little uh, chicken pesto pasta last night. Nothing fancy. Oh, he's asking what we had yeah, for dinner. Yeah. Dinner? Uh, this is the guy that always wants to know about food. That's right. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember what I had for dinner last night. What did I have for dinner last night? Boy, I'm getting really old, TJ. <laughs> Come on, oh. dude, it was just yesterday evening. Rotisserie, rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chicken last night. That's not a bad choice. I almost went with that last night when I ran to the grocery store. So, uh, Let's see here. They should have gone with the locked it, rocked it guy. Yeah. Now, he I mean, would have been good for that a round. Been, right, yeah. right. <laughs> he he would have got annoying real fast, but it would have been fun for a, for a, a, a hitter. Re, restock it? That guy? Uh, Chris Berman should call every home run derby at every level, is what this texter says. I don't agree with that. Berman wore on me by the end. I think they should have someone with comedic value. I think you need to have someone funny there that's baseball knowledgeable. They don't even have to be a play-by-play guy. Um, baseball knowledge and funny. That's what you need at that event. Bringing guys over, be it old school guys like uh, Junior, whoever it may be, retired guys that might be hanging around, current young guys, chopping it up. That's what you need at that event. It's what it is. Here's, I mean, here's one of the problems baseball has is they don't have uh, basketball and football have some entertaining uh color analysts mm-hmm. and and studio ho- broadcasters let me yes. just, I just throw a big blanket over broadcasters 
we always say Barkley, but you know, basketball's got uh, some other guys besides Barkley, and certainly he's the best. But Reggie Miller's entertaining. Jeff Van Gundy's entertaining. There are other guys out there that call basketball games that are entertaining. Uh, Breen is just kind of a guy. Mike Breen is really good at what he does as a play-by-play guy, but they put really entertaining color analysts with him, and it makes for a good team. Basketball's got some options. Football's got some really good color analysts at the NFL level. There's no John Madden's out there like there used to be, but Tony Romo does a a good job. Uh, Aikman has done a good job for a long time. Who else right now, TJ, am I? uh, I mean, Joe Buck is good at everything he does. Well, I mean, Gus, Uh, when he's calling a college game, I mean. Oh, my gosh. Gus Johnson would be so good at a home run derby. Are you kidding me? So baseball just... I mean, maybe at the team level, there is those guys. I don't know. Well, ESPN's you know, got Shambi. Shambi would have done a better job than Carl Ravitch. Shambi would have done yeah. a really good job. You're right. Shambi would have done a really good job. He, well, in fact, he was there. I saw him uh, doing an interview on the field for ESPN Radio at the end. They showed right. him on TV. He had an ESPN Radio mic flag. So he was there. He would have done really good. Um. But you mentioned a couple of guys I don't know if I've heard too much in Poppy and Pedro. Maybe they would be good, but they don't work for ESPN. And uh, I don't know, there just seems to be a lack of uh, personalities on the mic in baseball. Again, maybe they work at the team level. I mean, you know, George Frazier with with the Colorado Rockies for 15 years, amazing personality. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some guys at the team level that are fun like that. But at the national level, it's just you, – you got John Smoltz, who does a nice job, but he's not like – him and Buck together are a good team. Um, but, again, wrong wrong network. Um, I don't know. Peyton don't and Eli must have been busy. They do everything else Peyton for and ESPN. Eli. Thank you. Why aren't they, why aren't they on it? But uh, you know what I mean? Like, baseball desperately needs that. They need some personalities in the broadcast booth to emerge. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, last one we have here for now says, uh, other than 99 and Tread, do you feel any of the OU guys that got drafted yesterday leave or come back to improve their stock? I think everybody that was drafted yes, so far will go. Agree. I, I agree 100% with that. I, I don't think I mean, any of those guys come back. Uh, you're a top 10 round pick. I mean, uh, Tanner and Trevin are out of bullets. They got to go. Blake Robertson going in the seventh round surprised me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Great for him. Great. I think if he hadn't gone, you know, until the uh, until today, rounds 11 through 20, or, you know, there was a chance maybe he was coming. There's no way he's coming back now. He's seventh round, Tampa Bay. Uh, Jimmy gone fourth round. I hate it that he's going to the Cardinals, but that's because he's probably going to end up being really good. Good for him. So no, uh, every sooner that's been drafted will go. They've, uh, that's too good. The most interesting development, however, is that David Sandlin has not been picked. Sandman, he's your Friday night guy now. He's back. I think he's back now. And Chaz Martinez. Oh, Chaz too, yeah. Um. So 
you know, I think you you kind of wait and see what the first couple of rounds today look like. If my guess is, because Sandlin was projected to go, you know, I think fifth, sixth, somewhere in there. So my guess is, he he was requesting a dollar amount that wasn't met. And so probably they have passed him up, and he's coming back to OU. That's my guess. He's got a leverage steal. He's a redshirt sophomore. Mm -hmm. So even after next year, he's still got the leverage. Same with Chaz. That's my guess, that they they, they threw out there a number that, hey, if somebody wants to pay me this, I'll go. But if not, I'm coming back. And, And it wasn't met. And that they're both probably coming back. That being said... If either of them gets drafted early today, then, you know, maybe it's still a possibility. But I I think it is a major development for OU baseball that both of those guys did not get their names called yesterday. And that could be two of your three starters on the weekend next year. And I don't don't know if Kendall Rogers talked to him or talked to someone connected to him or something, but he put it out yesterday as as a matter of fact, like biggest news of the day is that OU has David Sandlin back next year. Right. So. And, you know, they added – the guy we didn't mention yesterday was the Lamar pickup that they uh, got in the transfer portal while I was gone. Um. I can't remember his name right now. I'll have to look it up. But he's the guy that beat OU this year. Uh, remember the game OU lost to Lamar? Uh, he's an Oklahoma kid. Just absolutely dealt against him. He's coming to OU next year. And they're still holding out. I mean, I think they're in the – I don't – has Paul Skeens announced where he's going yet? The uh, Air Force – all-American ace. Uh, if he I has, I didn't OU's, see that. I'll, I'll see if yesterday he made an announcement. I think OU's in the hunt there, and if they could land him, you know, that's a big if, but if they could land him, he's your Friday night guy. He might be your pitcher of the year in the Big 12 next year. I mean, he's that kind of first-round good type stuff. Like, so The Lamar kid's Braxton something. Braxton. Dothit. Dothit. That, that's it, yeah, yeah. Yep, Braxton. Yep. I just Dothan. remember because of Bronx when I saw it yesterday or day before, whenever that was. Really, really. I mean, the one time we saw him last year, he was spe- spectacular against OU, and had a very nice year for them. And um, and they got the the hit kid out of Texas Tech, who I think will be a reliever for them, a lefty. So they're in pretty good shape. I mean, if Sandlin and Martinez are coming back next year, they're in really nice shape. I mean, you got to hope. Obviously, you have seen what Sandlin can be at the highest level. Chaz had flashes last year. And so you've got to hope that, you know, that Skip can work his magic on him because he could be something really, I think we all know, if you've seen Chaz, you you know the, you've got a mid-90s fastball from the left side with a little bit of attitude. I mean, he could be a really special guy. So it was good. It was a good day for OU yesterday in a lot of regards. The guys that got picked and the guys that didn't get picked. Although we still got 10 rounds to go today. We'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405 735 5510. That's what you need to do. You need to just fill your 
iPod shuffle that you use when you go for a walk with nothing but songs, cold, cool cold weather songs. <laughs> Theme, uh, the uh, soundtrack from Frozen, you know. Right. Welcome back, everybody. It is a Tuesday morning, second day of your work week. We are headed for an ungodly temperature today. So by all means, Stay inside. If you're going to, today might be the old fry an egg on a sidewalk day, Teach. This is the day where we try to fry an egg on a sidewalk today. We'll see. Um, By the way, we were talking draft. Here's what happened yesterday for the state of Oklahoma, rounds three through ten. Several Cowboys and Sooners yesterday. Nolan McClain from OSU goes third round to the Orioles. Trevor Martin from OSU goes third round to Tampa. Jimmy Crooks. OU catcher, fourth round to the Cardinals. Victor Medeiros, OSU fireballer, sixth round to the Angels. Uh, the Roman Empire, Roman fan sulker, drafted seventh round to the Angels. He's from OSU. Big Blake Robertson. What a, what a year. You talk about a guy, TJ, that went from off the radar, everybody's ring, even the biggest OU fans radar mm-hmm. to a seventh round pick in the MLB draft with the season he had this year to Tampa Bay. Griffin Dorshing, big Griffin Dorshing, eighth round to San Diego. There's Potter. a guy there's a guy made for the San Diego Padres. The 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 blonde, bleached blonde hair will work very well in San Diego for Griffin Dorshing. Kate, I've never seen a guy who likes to wear a hat less than Griffin Dorshing. <laughs> he, at all points, wants that hair to be seen at all times. Uh, OSU's Caden Trinkle goes ninth round to the A's, and then a pair of Sooners in the 10th. Tanner Treadaway to Pittsburgh and Trevin Michael to Detroit. And good for those guys because those are two guys with no leverage at all, Teej. Uh Seniors? Fifth-year seniors they have no option of coming back to college next year. The tenth round is really good for those guys. I mean, that's a real testament to their talent that they went in the tenth round yesterday. So good for Tanner Treadaway and Trevin Michael. In fact, Tanner Treadaway uh, has been penciled into the starting lineup since he went to the Pirates. He'll be starting on Friday. Just to oh, jump definitely. straight. <laughs> just jump straight to the majors. <laughs> I saw the Pirates on Saturday in person. Tanner Treadaway could be their leadoff hitter today. <laughs> so uh, uh, we're 10 rounds into a 20-round draft. They will have 11 through uh, 20 coming up today. Now, I asked you earlier about the all You used to go to every All-Star game. Mm-hmm. About eight years in a row. And seven, you seven, stopped, eight years in a row. You stopped a while back. Uh, how many years ago have you? Uh, did you stop doing oh, this? Oh, we haven't so been Four or five years now? Oh, it's been like seven or eight since we've been. That's like 20, 2015, something like that. Yeah, that's not that long. We, we, we've talked about ago. the reason why it got way too expensive, and kids got older. We couldn't justify it. Like it was costing as much as a family oh vacation gosh. for one of us to go. You know, I mean, um, in the was time the that we flight? went, was it the ticket? What, what, what changed? All of the above. I mean, it just became such an expensive event altogether. Like. That wasn't that long ago that we had that run, you know, through 08 to 15 or whatever it was that we went. So it's not like it was two decades ago or something and prices increased. It just, it got to be where we could, we used to could go for like 
the whole three or four days, hotel, flight, tickets to the game, fan fest, everything. And you're spending in the hundreds. And then it got to be like 1500 And then it was like, man, it's going to cost me two grand to go. And then it just it priced us out. Like tickets began to be three, $400 a piece. Um, where they we could used to get them for face value at like a hundred bucks, and it just it became too much for us to justify. So, I have an alternative theory. Okay, you used to be able to go by yourself, right? Now, if you're going to go, you got to take Bronx. Well, that that's part of it too, and, and that I would want doubles to. the cost. Yes, and I would want to. And there, not only was my price being doubled, then if I added yeah. him. Um, you couldn't have been you couldn't have been quite as crazy if you had taken your son with you. Um, you know the hanging out at bars with Nick Lachey type stuff that can't happen at Bronx. Well, that bar you. that we were at with Nick Lachey, I think there were kids in there. I think it was a family type restaurant bar. Eh, maybe not after a certain time, a uh, certain hour of the day, but um, you're right in, in certain aspects of that. Sure, absolutely. It ran its course. It ran its you course. You had a good run. Had its course. Ran its course. It's a great time. Your desire faded. You had a child. He grew up. You bought a lake house. Yes. You got a second boat. Things happened. Family vacation. I would much rather go and take my family on a vacation at this point in my life than, than, than spend the money and Atta go boy. on that. Yeah. Attaboy. Uh, ESPN Plus raised its prices. Things happen. Things happen. Okay. <laughs> no doubt, though, the the All-Star Game ticket, it, I think it was $100 when we started going, and by the time we were finished, the face value was 400 I believe. So, that gum Biden. Am I right? Or Trump? Like that, One yeah. of those two. Come on. Um, now, why did you say uh, uh, Dodger Stadium's a dump? Was that one of the places you went? No, it just is. You just look at it. Most of the time, I only know oh. for stabbings in the parking lot and stuff. I mean, it's an old ballpark. I there? don't think there's good camera angles. I I haven't, but I've talked to people that have, and they're like, um, it's cool because it's Dodger Stadium, but um, it's nothing they would like. You know, I got to get back there. It wasn't majestic to them, I should say. Well, you're talking to me right now. Yeah, how do you I've like been. it? So forget all these other okay, knuckleheads okay. you've all talked right, to about Dodger right. Stadium. I've been multiple times. Give us your review. I I detest Los Angeles. Okay. I am I like California. Well, let me let me say it like this. I like the San Diego area and i like the area between san diego and los angeles very much we've been to san clemente a couple of times i'm not an anti-california guy i wouldn't i probably not get to go live there although if the padres call you know if we can work out some sort of an arrangement where i can still call the ou games i'm interested but um the los angeles area is just a disaster, TJ. You can't get around anywhere. So I'm not an L.A. guy at all. But Dodger Stadium's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. I'm not telling you I want to uh, that there aren't stabbings in the parking lot like you insinuated. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Allegedly, I think there's a lot. There's a lot of crime in Los Angeles in general. But it is the third oldest stadium, which is a little mind-boggling. I guess what I meant by that is, is is it's it's old. Like the camera angles aren't good. They had trouble keeping up with the ball last night, 
And I think part of that is how they have to shoot games in that stadium and everything and events like that. A little so, higher? Is that yeah, the deal? Yeah. It is beautiful. Like, we went to Colorado on Saturday. Uh, I've been to Colorado once, uh, the, the Rocky Stadium, I mean. When I was at Channel 9, we went to do a feature, a sit-down with Matt Holiday when he was having that year. MVP year, Rockies were a World Series team. That magical year. Uh, Stan Chase and I flew to Denver and did a – well, you you know this. Well, that was the White Al Roker visit with uh, oh, right. Todd Helton and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But my family's never been to that stadium. And so we went on Saturday, and my wife said, and George Frazier was was kind enough to, because you know George was their broadcaster for years. He he helped us uh, with some tickets, great tickets. It was great. My wife was like, "Why can't you see the Rocky Mountains?" I mean, we're in Denver. They're called the Rockies. Shouldn't you be able to see the Rocky Mountains? And I said, "I think if you go to the upper deck, you could see the Rockies." So we went up to the upper deck for an inning just to kind of see it. You can see it in the distance. She goes, it should be like Los Angeles. It should be like the Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium, wherever you sit in the stadium, you can see the mountains in the distance. I was like, she's got a good point. Like that's yeah, You no, are named is. the Rockies. Dodger Stadium's pretty cool, man. It's got like five or six decks behind home plate. The whole place feels like um, it was... It's, they have maintained the 60s, 70s feel to it. You know, they, they they have fought the urge to kind of modernize the deco architecture and everything, which I think is pretty cool. The outfield is, is different than anywhere else. You could see the San Gabriels in the distance. Um, you park on whatever level you're sitting on. Because the, the way they built the parking lot and the way that the stadium is built into the side of the mountain, you know, as you're pulling into park on uh, on uh, Vin Scully Drive, if you're on the third level, then you park on the third level and walk right into your seats. If you're on the fifth level, then you park on the fifth level and walk right into your seats. That's kind of cool. It's certainly not like bells and whistles, modern and all that kind of stuff, but it, it's got some charm to it. You've, you've got a little... Maybe, you know what, when I went last time, Vin Scully's still calling the games. Mm-hmm. He's not anymore, but Vin Scully's still calling the games. You've got some history in that ballpark. You know, you're like, this is kind of cool, man. This is Dodger All Stadium. All right, I'll so. back off. Part of my hatred for it is it's in L.A. and I'm not a big fan well, of L.A. Well, I'm so there. Yeah. It took us, we were stuck <laughs> in traffic for three hours trying to get there. But it's not the, now, I haven't been to Fenway, but I've been to Wrigley a few times. It's not that. You don't feel like you've gone back to the turn of the century. But there is kind of a mid-century, old-school, eh, a lot of cool things have happened in this place. And it's not just baseball games, you know. It's concerts and papal visits and, you know, all kinds of weird things have taken place at Dodger Stadium through the years. So I kind of liked it. I thought it was cool. We'll be back. Stream at home, shop the latest ref gear, read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine, and listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. T-Row in the morning show, back with you across the state on the Ref Radio Sports Network. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. 
Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, you've answered this, and you've pretty much been uh, uh, matter of fact about it. But this texter would like to know on the Air Comfort uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line: Does McGuire stay? I don't think so. No. Did you see Mason got drafted yesterday? Eighth round. How about that? His brother, his little brother, that was committed that. to OU. Right. I I but now I haven't been around the team since the end of the season. My impression was that Max McGuire was entering the transfer portal and with intention of playing somewhere else. Now, things could change. You know, I'm not saying things couldn't change. Um, you know, now that Blake Robertson's been drafted and um um I mean, I don't know if he wasn't happy with playing time or not, but he certainly didn't play a lot second half of the season. Maybe he's inspired by the stay in Omaha and and has a change of heart. So I'm not going to completely rule it out. But at the end of the season, I think that he definitely had intention of wanting to go play somewhere else. So I would say it's a 100% done deal, but last I knew – it was pretty certain that he was going to go play somewhere else. So maybe maybe there's a change of heart there. I don't know. Maybe. So you're saying there's a maybe, chance. Uh, well, I think, you know, <clears throat> TJ, uh, how old is Max McGuire? Probably 19. Probably 19, I'd guess. 18, 19. Yeah. Okay. You know. I'm 48, and I change my mind from day to day about things. So when you're 19, you're a little more of a leaf in the wind, right? You know? So I don't know. I don't know. We'll take a break. 7 o'clock, top of the hour. We'll be back.